0: It's Monday morning. Time for another episode of the Boys of Tech. Thank you very much for joining us. This is episode 278 for the week commencing Monday, the 26th of May, 2014. My name is Edwin Herman. I am joined by Ben Sonko over Skype. Welcome to the show, Ben. Thanks, Ed. Hey, it's good to have you along uh,
1: again. Uh, yeah, it's good to be back. You're effectively filling in for Brad. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was looking forward to um, all of us being able to catch up, um, but I guess you can't. You can't always get what you want.
0: Oh, well, you know, he's. It seems. I don't know if it's just coincidence or what, but whenever, whenever we get you on the show, we invite you, you know, to to participate, and you say yes. Brett's unavailable.
1: Well, we do have a long running feud. Maybe it's that.
0: <laughs> you know, I do wonder. It's. It's. I don't know how many times, maybe four or five, six times in a row. What are it's, the
1: chances? Yeah, it does seem just bizarre. Like it's not organised. <laughs> but not it that seems that way. Not that I'm aware of, anyway. <laughs> um, I don't think he knows when I'm going to be on. No, he doesn't. I, he has, I don't know when I'm going to yeah, be on.
0: Yeah, and and you certainly don't know whether Brett is or not either. No. So anyway, Brett's got a throat infection, so he's out. He'll probably be out for a well, for a, a week in terms of um, being able to talk properly. And hopefully that corrects itself by next podcast.
1: But you could still yeah. get him on just as a you know, as a silent guest. <laughs> a silent guest. And here's Brett listening in. Yeah, he could he could get the um, Stephen Hawking's voice oh, box, yes. and he could just write things, and he would sound incredibly intelligent for once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, Brett, if you're listening, yeah. See this? Maybe the I, I can see the rivalry now. It's yeah, coming oh, through, yeah. Ben. Digging and poking. <laughs> uh, anyway, Ben, let's kick off the the biggest story really in the week just been, and it is huge. eBay has been hacked, and the data of up to two hundred and thirty three million people have been compromised.
1: Also, not that many, really. I mean,
0: oh, <laughs> no, just you know, just a cu- cu- quarter of a billion. Right. That's all.
1: And they only got the usernames, didn't they? They didn't get, like, their addresses.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. And I know where oh, you're heading get with their, this.
1: They didn't get their phone numbers. Yeah, they did too, Ben. Nah, you no, know they that. wouldn't have got their passwords, though. And they
0: got the – well, they were encrypted, but they did get the encrypted passwords, yes.
1: What encryption are they using, though? Yeah. Can it be, you know, can it be hacked with rainbow tables? Or? Yeah,
0: I don't even – and actually, you know, the news articles say encrypted. I don't know if it's hashed or encrypted yeah uh which are uh, slightly different things, but uh you know <laughs> you know ben,
1: they got all of that it's a little unfortunate yeah
0: yeah, yeah. how well, I think they get it yes, I didn't think that's been released yet uh although i we know well, as far as I know, it's something to do with being uh, able to they've hacked them via the uh via the staff account, so it was something to do with the the staff
1: that uh-huh. work there.
0: Well, I'm not saying, sorry, it was them. No, but uh,
1: a vulnerability. Exactly. I mean, chances are some sort of social engineering that is always the weakest link in an organisation. It's very, very hard to do anything about it. You have to have very high-paid, competent staff, and even then you have to have them at every level. And as you grow, it gets to a point where that becomes incredibly difficult to do.
0: Yeah, because it just takes one, doesn't it, Ben? Yeah. I mean, it, well, it's just like the analogy that you know what we as we call it—the weakest link. It's literally just that. You just need one link to break, and then the hackers are in.
1: Although you can, it is it is possible if you if you spend the money developing the processes and enforcing the processes and making people understand why at every level of the organisation, then you can protect against it. Like, but it's if you hard, isn't it? oh, it's very difficult because you have to have you have to be able to tell the CEO of the company that, no, if you forget your password, this is the process you have to follow. You can't just ring up and say, I'm the boss, give me the password. You you can't do that, and they don't want to hear that. That's, yeah, that's, see, I,
0: I've seen t- all, you know, too many times I've seen those sorts of things happen, that, you know, rules are made, and unfortunately senior management think they're exempt.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're Which the IT people, it's like it's like you're Batman and you're putting the Joker back in Arkham Asylum, knowing that he's going to get back out again, and there's nothing you can do about it because you're stuck in this infinite loop of just craziness.
0: I was wondering whether I should pretend to understand the analogy, or whether oh, I should just tell you that you I surely you
1: know you know Batman. Surely I know
0: who Batman is, but I don't really know Batman as such. I don't watch. I've never watched Batman.
1: Oh really? You've got you don't really have a concept of like who the Joker is and who Batman is?
0: <laughs> I'm embarrassed you, to say it but no.
1: Oh my god, yeah. I thought you were a nerd.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go. News just out. Edwin is officially not a nerd.
1: No, you've lost your nerd status. Yeah.
0: I I never gone to Batman and Spider Man and Superman and all the other mans.
1: You don't need to get into them, you just have to have a, a you know, a cursory understanding of it. Like, chances are you never really got into rugby too much, but I'm sure you can sit down and have a conversation about it if you had to. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, yep, yep, yeah. yep. Because it's just, you it's pick just it there. up, it's, it's in there. the background. Yeah, it's, exactly. You know, it's yeah. just a part of being a New Zealander as you get there. And part of being you know, interested in computers and, and the sort of things that come with it is a is a, just a gentle understanding of comic books. Like, I've never really read comic books, but I can have a conversation about
0: them. Mm, I must uh, say that, that it's probably one of my weakest weaknesses, if that yeah. kind of makes sense.
1: Not really, but sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, Batman aside, this eBay thing is worrying. The advice eBay is giving is everyone. (laughs) Yeah, apart from that, they're also saying change your password. Unfortunately, when so many million people tried that, the systems crashed because they couldn't handle all those people changing their passwords at once.
1: Plus, if the people have got access to their emails and then access potentially to their email accounts, if you go in and change your password, then they've now got your, you know, the notification that you've changed the password. And it's depending on how far it goes, this is pretty major.
0: Yeah, it is. The only saving grace is that because there were concerns that PayPal were also affected because they're obviously owned by eBay. But the, according to eBay, the answer is no. It runs on a completely separate system and there is no evidence at all that that was hacked.
1: Yeah, if if this was PayPal, we'd be having a pretty bigger discussion about this, I yeah, think. Yeah, I know. It so does make like, me pretty glad that my credit card is currently expired on PayPal.
0: Oh, that's handy. Yep. Although yeah. I, I have noticed that well, at least prior to the introduction of the CVV numbers, the main numbers are the same. And if you can just guess the two or three-year uh, increment. don't talk that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that doesn't apply. Look, I can safely say, Ben, now it, it really doesn't apply so easily because of the CVV numbers. You still need a, a thousand to one guess. Yeah. Mind you, that's only a thousand iterations. Hmm.
1: But you'd assume that the um, it would pick it up. Fraud protection would be picking it up.
0: You would yeah. expect so. I think that's the whole idea of it. Yeah. Anyway, um, eBay. Unfortunately, we're very slow at reacting to this because this happened some months ago, if I understand correctly.
1: It's only just it's come like out. It's like about February. Yeah, that's yeah
0: crazy. Yeah. So you know, really, no points to to eBay on this one.
1: So if you're wondering why you keep getting adult diapers in the mail from eBay, <laughs> you need to go ahead and change your details. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Unless, of course, you've ordered them and then don't worry about what I just said. That's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good time to move on to the next story. IBM and Fuji Film have been working together to produce a... A tape, we're talking, you know, data tape here, yeah? a tape capable of storing up to 154 terabytes of data.
1: So what is this What is this tape thing? How does it work?
0: Okay, so we're talking like uh, LTO-type tapes, you know, for backups. Now, a lot of you in the industry will know that for a long time, although it's cha- it's a, a changing thing now, but for a long time we were backing up to tape. Nowadays, of course, people are moving away from tapes and moving to disk backups because...
1: Uh. People moved away from tapes quite a while ago. Well, uh, yeah. A lot of people did. Some people... There are me, still some people using it. You can still buy LTO tapes. The, um, the sizes that they're talking about are phenomenal. Though yeah, I, I know. Had, and this, I this, had no idea.
0: Yeah, I know. Nor did I until I kind of researched the story. And this is why things are perhaps changing a little bit. Not that everyone's going to rush back the tapes, but it's going to keep tapes... In the, uh, in the game if you like uh, how fast it is is another matter I don't know I'm guessing yeah, it's just... how could
1: you write that fast
0: yeah see I suspect it's still slow as tape ever was but you know for overnight backups that's not always necessarily a problem
1: but I mean how long are we talking to fill 154 terabyte tape Oh, yeah, that's well, what you're at saying. At current speeds, that's probably oh, after yeah. a <laughs> year. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, it's great having a tape that big, but it's just going to sit there for a couple of years, spalling away. No, it's yeah. got to be fast. It's got to be a lot faster than...
0: Yeah, you, you um, actually, you have a point there. It'd ha- it have to be fast. Otherwise, you'd never, like you say, you never fill it yeah, uh, in it's, time. Yeah, it's
1: amazing. It just seems absolutely mm. amazing.
0: So 154 terabytes. I think at the moment, we're looking at between two, about 2.4, I think, terabytes, the LTO6s. Is that right? Something uh, like that.
1: Something like that, yeah. Uh, it's still so, pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. Well, that is, yeah, it is. But, uh, you like, know.
1: Bigger than I thought.
0: Yeah, I didn't quite realize they were up that much. I, I kind of lost interest in, uh, you know technology. Having said that, IBM did team up with Sony a while ago uh, and managed to produce a prototype that stored up to 185 terabytes, which is more than this one's 154. But the the one with Sony was really really expensive. The thing about the one we're reporting on now that IBM and Fujifilm have produced, it's uh, it's also what's called a low. It's low cost. What's hoping to be low cost It hasn't gone to market yet.
1: Yeah, you wonder is this like low cost for these guys, is that like hundreds of thousands or like <laughs> well, tens of thousands? Um Like we're not talking, you know, a couple of hundred bucks, are we, probably?
0: Yeah, look, it's hard to say. I, I don't know. I, I really I couldn't even put a finger in the air and, and guess. Mm. But, you know, part of uh, what's enabled them to get such a large density is the use of barium ferrite particles, which are a lot finer than the, the uh, particles in traditional tapes. Mm. So um, a lot of science involved in that, and also yeah. there's much more pre, uh, precise servo controls as well. So they can actually get the read head positioned at the nanoscale.
1: You kind of wonder: Are we have we got our blinkers stuck, and we're sort of going too far down a single path? And and we're spending, we, you know, we're developing these amazing technologies in a in a very limited field. That if they were, if someone sort of went a little bit wider that level of, of technology could just go so much further.
0: It yeah, I, like, I hear what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does seem like, because when you read about, exactly, when you read about how they made this and the amount of effort they went to and the precision engineering involved, you yeah. can apply all those things to a lot of other fields and get so much more.
1: Like maybe just not thinking of tape but thinking of something else and doing the same thing would just lead to, whole new discoveries because the thing is how long what's the lifetime of these tapes like you know tapes back in the in the 70s and 80s you probably had a a 20 year life a life cycle that you'd be using them for or the the hardware that was actually you know writing to the tapes these things are probably changing every 5 to 10 years you could probably only they're probably only viable for 5 or 10 years and you kind of wonder you know is that actually with the speed that everything's moving in the computer industry is that actually a sensible investment Hmm. Cause it's, I mean I'm assuming it's a lot of money to to outlay. And then you've got to keep I mean, if it's backup, chances are you've got to keep one around for, you know, for a long time.
0: Yeah.
1: And if yeah. they keep changing every few years, you've got this whole pile, this museum of old um tape drives. Well, I don't know about you, but we've still got like a five and a quarter inch floppy disk floating around our office. Oh, is we that right? We don't have anything we could read it on, but it's (laughs) floating around the office. Uh, And there's still the odd, you know, three and a quarter inch hard um, hard disk, and like no one, no one in the office has anything to read it. But they still, you know, they're still sort of there. I wonder what's on that. Yeah, you know,
0: this sort of spawns another topic. But you know, the need to constantly transfer and you know recopy your data from older you know, older storage technologies to new ones. And you know, I've been caught short, I've got a bunch of floppy disks. Uh, I think there's some stuff on there that I wouldn't mind having, you know, stuff that I've created, and uh, I just haven't managed to get it off those floppies in time, and now you don't get floppy disk drives anymore, so... Hmm. I mean, you can still. I mean, you can still find it if I really, really, really wanted to. Well, could, I've got a USB. I one find, Well, oh, thank you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I mean, I like, know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah we, I'm still not going to do it, and that's going to, you know, go by the wayside. And I too have some stuff on, on the uh, what were they five and a quarter inch um, floppy disks as well.
1: Yeah, stuff that I, I wish seen, I transferred. I haven't seen a reader for one of those in twenty years.
0: Well I've still got a uh not not so much in the uh you know PC but I've got a uh an Apple 2E and in, in fact four of them with 5 and a quarter inch floppy drives.
1: Still working.
0: Uh, I know two of them are and the other two I have never tested but may well how, work.
1: How would you interface with it? Like what yeah, what know, would be compatible? Yeah, would it have serial maybe? Like I I maybe don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you could write like a program. To... I,
0: think, I think you'd have to write a, a custom program to pass data via its uh, user port.
1: Yeah, which would be, wow, that, that would be interesting. An, an
0: interface into a modem or something, I don't know, or a... who knows. This, wow. com- this conversation is too difficult for me.
1: <laughs> it, it's pretty interesting though.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to attempt it. I haven't got the time these days, but uh, I, know, I bet there's people that have done it. We can probably Google that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's uh, some news from IBM and Fujifilm. hundred If this goes to market, LTO tapes that store 154 terabytes. Wow. Mm. Okay, then, Ben, last story then, and uh, that's all we have for this week, and that is that uh, last week we talked with uh, Brett about the bug in iMessage, and just for those of you who may not have heard uh, last week's episode or not familiar with the story, iOS users who moved to Android can no longer receive messages sent from other iOS users. And that is because the you know, Apple's iMessage system doesn't detect when a recipient leaves the iOS ecosystem and moves to Android. And so it still tries to send it via the you know cloud service. And of course, on Android, there's no hook-in for that. And it just goes into nowhere. Anyway, a lot of people got really upset about that. And uh, I was waiting for the conspiracy theorist to come out saying that Apple have done this on purpose? Well,
1: it's because they have, obviously. (laughs) You had to be the first, didn't you? You had to say it. (laughs) I mean, it's so blatantly obvious.
0: Anyway, Ben, Apple have come out and uh, spoken out about this bug, and they've said that they've recently fixed a server-side iMessage bug, which was causing the issues for some users, but that there's also an additional bug fix in a future software update. Not a lot of information, uh, well, so that's for,
1: nice of them. Well, they, you know, just needed a little little tap on the shoulder with a little lawsuit, and then they'll go and fix whatever bugs <laughs> you want yeah. them to fix.
0: Well, this is the thing, isn't it, Ben? It took a lawsuit for this, and it's, yeah, I, yeah. I think most people are annoyed at the fact that it took a lawsuit for this.
1: Yeah, because when you look at it on the face, okay, somebody registers with a the service, they register an Apple ID of some sort, they move to another platform, but their phone number is still registered. I can understand how that bug exists like, I can understand thinks, how it came about hmm. yeah it, it, that's perfectly reasonable but you fix it when you find it you don't leave it there for a lawsuit to fix it like yeah, it can't exactly. be that hard to fix like exactly. so even if it was completely innocent that it happened and I, I mean I'm a crazy conspiracy tinfoil hat wearing nut job and I don't think it's <laughs> that you know that crazy no, um, but, but, but it's laziness
0: just, but it though just isn't it it just happened yeah but, yeah but it's laziness um,
1: but yeah. it's the exploiting of it that's bad it's yeah. you know as L.V. Martin said, it's the putting right that counts, Ed. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny tagline. I've always – have
0: you thought that's a weird tagline?
1: It is a little bit because it's basically saying, look, we're going to stuff up. Yeah, exactly. You know we're going to stuff up. Exactly. But don't worry. We'll put it right eventually. I've never
0: understood that. It's the putting right – like, you know, you think another company's philosophy will be we never have to put anything
1: right because
0: it's always right to start with.
1: I'm sure there were some some battles in the 80s around that.
0: Definitely. You'd think so, because it's a, it's a weird tagline. It just doesn't make sense to me in the retail space. It, it just doesn't – but, you know, it works for them, I guess. They're still in business. They've been in business for how many decades now?
1: Yeah. Anyway. It was a different time back then, though.
0: But still, I don't know. It just doesn't uh... – Anyway, so good news. It uh, looks like a fix. Uh, well, there's been a fix already, and that may well have fixed the issue for some people, and for the remainder, the next software update uh, bug fix should address that. And that's the end of the show. Yeah. Okay. Unless there's any more putting right you want to do, because that counts.
1: Um, no, I think I've put everything right that needs to be put right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right then.
0: Well, let's call this a show. Let's uh call it a wrap and uh maybe in a future episode, hopefully in the not too distant future, the three of us, you, Brett, and me, will all be on the same show together.
1: Oh, that would be something to look forward to.
0: Well, the way the uh the track records going, I can't see it happening, but it would be a nice thing. So let's uh let's aim for it. How about that?
1: Maybe you should plan like a special, like a special episode.
0: Well, we're approaching three hundred.
1: Oh, you should do something special.
0: We could do another pubcast.
1: Yeah, we could do some, just do something a little bit special. Well, how many microphones have you got for the pubcast?
0: Oh, I can source a few. I've got contacts. I mean, I've.
1: Got... Oh, you've got contacts.
0: <laughs> oh, but then I have to build that little mixer box. Oh, that's a hassle. We'll see what we can do. Mm. In any event, I think the, the we'll take it baby steps. We'll try and get the three of us on Skype at least. Yeah. Because that t- seem, that's proving almost
1: impossible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's end it there because I think our listeners have all left us anyway. Ben, I want to thank you very much for co hosting.
1: Uh, it was a pleasure. Ian, it's
0: been a good, fun show. I enjoyed it too. So thank you very much once again. Thanks to our listeners. See you next time. Goodbye. Just for those of you who may not have heard uh, last week's episode or not familiar with the story, the the deal is that uh, users on I sorry users who I'll say it again. Uh, the story is uh, I'll say that one more time. I'll <laughs> maybe go back a few words. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're not familiar with the story, users. Oh no, I want to start with iOS users. Okay, let me do this. Um, or if you're not familiar with the story, iOS users who then move to no, I won't say that. IOS <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so Here we go. IOS users who moved to Android no longer receive messages from other iOS users. Can I still say other because they're no longer on iOS? Does that make sense?
1: That didn't sound it sound it sounded fine. To oh did it? Oh okay. That, that time did you? Yeah. Okay.
0: I might just reword it. I mean re-say it in with the same word. Here goes. Yeah. Alright then, well, let's call this a show, let's uh, call it a wrap, and uh, maybe in a future episode, in the not-too-distant future, maybe, well, the three of us, you, uh, Bet,
1: Bet, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to suggest Have have you heard the theory that, that there is no Ben, there is only Brett's alter ego Ben? <laughs> Have you heard that theory? Because it's out there. Oh, man, We're never on the same show at the same time. Yeah, well,
0: you know, are you the same person and you just put a different voice on?
1: I mean, now you've got to look back at all those lunches and it's like, man, I was talking. Was I talking to an empty seat? (laughs) (laughs) You're finally clicking. It's like all of this time. It's like, oh, man.
0: Well, it's a damn good magic show. If If you can pull that off, you can do a really good magic show. You can make lots of money. Put it that way.
1: Yeah, but it's only on you.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, right. If it's only a trick that works on me, then.
1: Yeah. All anyway, the audience knows. They're, they're all in on it.
0: Okay, I'm going to look start that bit again because I just mashed up Brett and Ben into Bit And Bren, I suppose, would be the other one.
1: That's our celebrity couple name. <laughs> <laughs> the feud's oh. over. We're making up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, too much. Too much. All right. Um, let's uh, throw that into the Blue reel and I'm going to re-record this bit. Here we go. So it may be, in a future episode, hopefully in the not-too-distant future, that both you and Brett, and, sorry, the three of us, I was going to say, not-too-distant future, the three of us, you, Brett, and me, will all be on the same show together.
1: Oh, that would be...